Craig's back. Yay! Craig is back. Wagwan Jizrag. <laughs> <laughs> right then, so let's talk about Game of Thrones Season 2, Episode 2, The Nightlands. Welcome everybody to Porn Saga. A man is joined by Tiff and James. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah a, a girl is good. A girl is yes. Good. A man has a thirst and a man has red wine. <laughs> Little finger has a jizz rag and all is fine. Right. Look, a proper owner, you've got to own the jizz rag, haven't you? We'll, oh, we'll get to the jizz rag in a bit. <laughs> so, anyway, the plot in the wake of the bloody purge when they murdered loads of babies, Tyrion and Cersei have a row about it. I share secret and Theon Greyjoy goes home. So let's talk about it. Right, let's start on the King's Road, shall we? Mm-hmm. Right, in the Riverlands, Aya Stark continues to pose as a boy travelling north of Yorin and the Nightwatch recruits. Does she look like a boy? Could she pass for a boy? Uh, I think so. I think if you time with her, well, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah glance it works, but yeah, because yeah, she's she, still quite young, isn't she? Yeah, she's got she short hair and she doesn't really have any defining female features at that point of her life, really, does she? But, uh, apart from the vagina, she keeps sneaking off to wee out of. Yeah, she keeps sneaking <laughs> off. Yeah, now she wee out. And anyway, when she's coming back for her little wee wee, she is drawn to the caged prisoners containing, how do we say this? Jacqueline Hagar. Yeah, I think it's checking the gun. I'm excited to see this dude with you. Yeah, very. From what I can remember, this is maybe the most excited I've got in our episode, which doesn't bode well. (laughs) And then there was Rorge and Biter, who were two absolute sickheads. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline, or Jacqueen, asks for water and introduces himself and basically uses a man has a thirst. And Aya basically gives some stick to the other two, which was cool. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And you see, like, Jacqueline's face there, like... Jacqueline. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's obviously... <laughs> she's giving them shit or whatever. And I don't know, I just... I sense that... He's impressed by her. He's yeah. impressed, yeah. Yeah. Is he Serio in disguise? Is he Serio in disguise? Football, lads. Uh, um, <laughs> so then the gold cloaks turn up. The fucking Lannister Bihaches and Aya obviously thinks they're after her, mm-hmm. but they deliver a warrant for Gendry. And Yorin intimidates them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he was talking about cutting his willy off, but he's talking about like the vein in his thigh. But that was good. Mm. But then they're just like, We're here for Gendry, and we're going to come back and cut your head off. <laughs> I asked Gendry why he's wanted. Does, he doesn't actually know, does he? That he's. No, he doesn't bastard. know yet. No. Doesn't know he's a bloodline. No. He doesn't know he's out of the King Robert jar of jam. <laughs> jar of jam. Yeah, all he knows is that, that both, yeah, because he says that like, both hands of the king came to see me and then within weeks they were both dead. So that's all he knows, basically. Yeah, and Aya tells, uh, tells him her identity and he thinks he has to call her a lady and stuff, but she doesn't want that. So, oh, I'm so sure okay if he was taking a piss in that. Because got think... like, in the end, he laughs his ass off, doesn't he? I got to think he's like messing with. Well, her yeah, she pushes well. him over, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, I'm not a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah, that's one cool thing. 
Um, so yeah, their little relationship, that's something to look forward to, I suppose, because a lot of these scenes watching this episode, I've like f- completely forgotten about. And so it was just quite nice to watch because it sort of felt fresh, even though not a lot was going on. Mm. You know, you know what I mean? I didn't feel at this point didn't feel too bored. Um, in King's Landing, Varys is on an absolute wind up to Tyrion when he fight, discovers Shay. Yeah, trying to fight with him there. Yeah, and Tyrion warns Varys not to underestimate him. So I felt I found Varys quite like sinister in this bit, which he's never usually been. He's quite like threatening. Yeah, he is a little bit, but I think he's said that he's fearless more than anything else. He's kind of trying to see what Tyrion's really going to be yeah. like as the end of the king. It's a bit like a power play, isn't it, to see what yeah. Varys, how Varys yeah. can manipulate the situation. Yeah, two powerful people just butting heads, just trying to find out who's going to come out on top, isn't it? Yeah. And that's his power, isn't it, Varys? Like he just he needs to know everything he can about everyone, so he's got yeah. leverage, basically. Um, but it was a cool moment between them, and I like that Tyrion was like, "I'm not Ned Stark. I know how this works." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> someone not... with a brain. Uh, poor old Ned. No head. No head, Ned. So no there's head. a council meeting because Alton Lannister didn't know that his name. Alton Towers <laughs> uh, delivers King Rob Stark because everyone's a king now. Yeah. The peace terms, which Cersei like <laughs> immediately when she put. The paper in the fire. I was like, oh, she's getting good at that. And then Tyrion said the same joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously his joke first. Um, and then the night watch for Chris Manpower, warning of White Walkers. So, where's this hand that was being delivered by yeah. uh, whatever his name was? It's uh, my question Al- as well. Thorne. Exactly. Well, I was like, oh, here we really? go. So, Alistair Thorne's going to turn up with a hand. Nope. Too busy no. in Littlefinger's no. brothel. Yeah. You think you get out of the wall for long enough, you've got to get one in, and you? Mm. Or several. <laughs> or several. Was, I don't know. Did they get paid for being on the Night's Watch? I don't know. Uh, no, no, of course not. Yeah. So Tyrion is the only one that takes the warning, seriously. So so he's finally kind of coming round to the idea of, what does Cersei call it? Snarks and Grumpkins. Yeah. yeah, they just basically totally dismiss it, you know? Okay, right. So then, still in King's Landing in Littlefinger's brothel, Ros, like who's climbing the prostitute ladder, struggles to continue her work as a prostitute, having witnessed the murder of Megan's infant daughter, Bara. Um, Peter Baelish threatens her with a tale of an unhappy girl to pray for the customer in order to return happy. Yeah. Oh, that was so sinister, man. Yeah, but. I didn't get what the point of this scene. I obviously maybe it's the aftermath of the babies being murdered, just to because I did get that across pretty well, to be fair, because that was pretty heinous. But is it just to ask Peter to get some mojo back after Cersei dressed him down? I think a little bit. Yeah, he's only dressed I, I think down partly that. Yeah. yeah, but then also partly because you know he needs she you, he she works for him and you've got to make him money. Like that's all mm. he gives a shit about is make me some money. So okay, I'll give you tonight off to mourn. And then you're back to work. Like, just get the fuck mm. over it. Basically, he's got no empathy, really. Is he? He yeah. doesn't care. And should we save uh, Peter Baelish's investment in Kleenex till Pornga and Hodor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, Tyrion has Lord Janis Slint for dinner and questions him about the massacre of the royal bastards. How do you say his name? Janos. Ah, this was good. I know this little bastard. 
Um, I like how Tyrion sort of plays him when he gets all fucking agged up. Oh, you can't so talk good. to me like that, imp. Yeah, yeah. and then he calls him a dwarf, and he's like, oh, you should have stopped the imp. He's like, he just totally fucking owns him. It's so good. And then, like, um, what's his name? I always get it wrong. Ron. 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 Ron, He's standing behind him, and it's just like, oh yeah, this guy's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, he makes Ron as commander of the City Watch in his place. Massive, massive power play from Tyrion. Like, he's not fucking about. Tyrion is on form, man. Mm-hmm. And he's he's still walking around whistling as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's right. fucking loving it, man. Yeah, no, I do. Um, all my recollections of season two is just Tyrion being a fucking badass. So yeah, mm. he's living up to expectations. Um, and Cersei confronts Tyrion about his actions. Like he warns that she's losing support, and he's right. He's making good points to her. And um, she, she says, "You like telling jokes," and the final joke was you killing. Our mother when he was born. So she won't accept being wrong. She just has to have the last fucking word, didn't she? Yeah. Plus she makes a, a very specific point of saying my mother as well. Right, just to dig him out a little bit more. Didn't she? Yeah. yeah. It's just oh yeah, she's just such a bitch. But his joke is funny though, because she's like, Oh yeah, um she says to him, you know, you and Jamie have never cared, you've never taken it seriously, it's always fallen on me. And he says, "Well, so has Jamie." According to <laughs> repeatedly, according to status, <laughs> she never denies it, though. No, no. well, she, she not to him. She anyway. can't. No. Surely Tyrion would have known, unless they kept it secret. I don't know. Right, Probably, yeah. I suppose. Back on Dragonstone, aka Coronation Street, um, Davros <laughs> recruits a pirate who basically wants to bang Cersei. He was and, funny. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And he's basically winding up Mathos Seaworth. Stannis has a son. Davos. Not Stannis. Yeah. Davos, my bad. Yeah. I, didn't, Davos. I didn't even realise that. I forgot. I, this was wiped from my memory. And mm. his name's Mathos Seaworth. And he's quite a nice boy because he's like, I used to pray for you to come home and you always did. So it's like a touching moment. Hmm. And Davos, yeah, I completely forgot he existed. And Davos, you could sort of see that he's got his faith in Stannis because Stannis has given him a home, basically. Hmm. So uh, yeah, I didn't even realize this relationship existed, but it's quite nice. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I, I want to see where this goes because I can't fucking remember what, <laughs> yeah, what same. happens to his son. I, I assume the Battle of Blackwater takes him, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um, right. So then Melisandre and Stannis are in the the room where they plan battles and she's like talking to him about Lord of Light and he's like, I said the words, damn it. I'm going down to Rovers. Fuck off. <laughs> fucking boring Baratheon. I fucking hate yeah, this. Yeah, he's so annoying whenever he's yeah. on the screen. And he takes explaining he's a wife and Melisandre like, she's an ugly slag mate. She gave <laughs> Oh no, it's such the most basic fucking oh, coercion. Like, oh, yeah, no, she's ugly. Plus, like, she hasn't given you a boy. Oh, boy. Oh, must ravage you. And then oh, yeah, but so shit. Well, and the she's standing there naked, you know? Like, you know. I know, but like, oh, men are very visual creatures. And it, you know, he wasn't, Albert, he wasn't even bothered. He didn't even do shit. He didn't even plan our lead until she said about her son. And then he just fucking rolled over, didn't he? It wouldn't have taken me that long. 
Yeah. <laughs> as soon as she had done that, I was like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <hell. laughs> Alessandra, what's going on, girl? And then he absolutely fucking slams her on that really hard table. Oh, that's yeah. exactly what I said. I said that does not look comfortable in the slightest. You would not enjoy yourself. At least she's some like mystical witch that is just using him for his jizz. So, oh yeah. So yeah, she successfully manages to juice Roy Cropper, and he's sort of happy about it, I guess. Right. Okay. Now we're on to the miserable fucking Iron Islands. What a shit hole. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a bit drab, isn't it? It is like going to a shitty seaside town in like November. <laughs> like yeah, Haven that's exa- Park. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved how Fionn's like um, expecting this big arrival because he's his only son and heir. Right, and no, yeah. no one gives a Nobody fuck. gives a shit whatsoever. <laughs> no. And like before he starts touching up his sister or whatever, hmm. I like that. Um, Theon sort of got out on his own, though. He's got his own little storyline. I'm quite looking forward to it, to be fair, which I didn't expect because Theon goes through what he goes through, and that's all you sort of remember. But I quite liked seeing Theon sort of going out on his own, expecting to be the man, and he's just fucking shat on from a great height. Yeah. Yeah. And I like his dad, you know. I, 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 there's something about him, like, he just gives no fucks, and he's like, well, who, what is this? Like, why are you wearing a skirt? Uh, it just completely yeah, just destroys it. This is like something I never really paid loads of attention to. Is like the Greyjoys and the Iron Islands and uh, the Ironborn and stuff. They they are pretty much bad guys that keep themselves to themselves, but they're, they're horrible fuckers, aren't they? But yeah, yeah. It, I found it quite good to watch again because I couldn't think about. It. And also, what I've noticed on this rewatch, and I think maybe it only works because it's the time I've seen it, is. So with the first and second time you watch Thrones, there's so many characters and so many stories. You sort of get confused, and sometimes I didn't even know people the names, and you're just trying to keep up. Whereas now I'm, I know what's going on. I know who's who. I'm paying more attention to the places like on the map, so I know where these people are. So and knowing what happens in these places and stuff, it gives it sort of a clearer picture to me. Even just knowing where they are on the map. Mm. So, because so, I never thought much about the Iron Lines, I pay more attention to the scenery. If you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I did actually. Like, even like the actual, what is it, a castle or whatever he lives in itself? Like, it's on this huge Pike, again, yeah. a bit like um, a bit like the Eyrie, isn't it? Yeah, it's like places like the Eyrie, and even like I've said a few times when they're in the Red Keep in the throne room, thinking of Drogon later on, and just yeah, I just I I feel like I know where I am now in the map rather than just trying to mm. figure out. Who's who? What, yeah, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, no, so yeah. That's, so that's sort of why rewatch kind of works as well because there's still more to take in, even if you know the plot. So yeah, his sister offers him a ride. He tries like rubbing her fucking areolas and her vagina, and then realizes oh, his God. sister. <laughs> <laughs> and his face is so good. He's just like, oh. He does mention he's like, um, oh, what's her name? Fucking Yara. He's like Yara. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. But, then he's, but then Theon warns his father that he's not going to defeat the Lannisters and Balon says who said anything about the Lannisters which is cool because you assume all these northern people are going to take Rob's side but not the Iron no so yeah no I quite even Theon get shown up but it was good to see Theon's little journey I felt refreshing I would say right the red waste is just that. Um, 
oh fucking Daenerys gets seven. She gets a fucking. Oh, yeah. She gets a head on a horse. In the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's a shame though, because I like that dude. He was he was cool. I no I do fuck it was. Yeah, it he was, was the, just a bit the character, and he was just in the background. He was the one who. Something yeah, like the one who's um who talked about um there Modern are no blood. goats. You know oh, when yeah. he was yeah goat for dinner and all that him that Bl- one. Blood of my blood. Oh yeah. Um yes, and he had he cut his head off and his ponytail. Like, fucking hell, mate! Like, yeah, just to make sort of the wound. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, that's why I think it's. It, it, I think it wasn't Carl. I think it was the other Carl. You done it. Like he's the only one who's going to cut the the hair off, really. I suppose to send a point, really, isn't it? Well, that's their thing, isn't it? So it's, he'll he won't be able to yeah. join them in the um in the Nightlands and the, the, the Nightlands, which is the, which is the name of the episode, and I don't think that warrants the episode because yeah, I that's think true. That even though there's I said, not no main things really happen, it is spread quite thin. But I think it was more about uh maybe Tyrion and what's coming next. But I suppose you got I don't know, yeah. So. Oh, no. yeah. There's lots of things we can question that the directors decided that, that this is probably just the first. So, at Craster's Keep, Samuel Tarly rescues one of Craster's wives, Gilly, from Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam was so funny, like, Ghost, get down. Like, like he's just a fucking little French bulldog or something. That's what I said. I said, like, if I was Ghost, I just turned to him, like, Mm-hmm. Shut, shut up, Sam. Yeah, like, I'm bigger than you, mate. Like, what are you good at? Ghost actually listened to him, which is cool. Possibly. Yeah. But he's just bothering her for food. <laughs> and uh, she, wants yeah, to, she wants to leave. Uh, Sam immediately, like, would do anything for some Nani. Takes her to John. He's like, yeah, we'll do it, basically. <laughs> yeah, we'll save you. Yeah, come the, on. The, the promise of pussy is strong for Sam. Mm. Uh, this is John... the first time that John's, like, what are you doing? Like he's actually not being a little bitch and like caving yes, into. Si- since he's talked for a moment in the last episode, John's sort of starting to get it a bit now, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, bit, yeah. Well, sort of. Kind of, oh. yeah. Yeah, kind of. Until he notices Craster taking a baby into the woods and he follows him. Oh, and yeah. leaves a child for one of the white walkers. You just see a bit of blue eye, but it was kind of creepy. I did like it. And is it me or could you hear like, because in the books, it describes how the White Walkers talk, like a crackling of ice kind of noise, like their own language. Oh, okay. and, and I'm sure you could hear that when John gets getting closer and closer. There was definitely noises for sure. Like there was, yeah, I'm not sure. If I, I can't remember specifically any like ice cracking, but yeah, no, it did sound like there was multiple people or things there, definitely. Yeah, it sounded like they were talking, so it sort of gives the White Walkers more intelligence rather than just being like fucking terminators hmm. so john goes to the child but before he can Prasta surprises him and knocks him out boom and that's how the episode ends isn't it yeah yeah and um, yeah just a few little notes we get to see podrick for the first time he's oh, yeah, Pod. Tyrion squire mm-hmm. love um, podrick yeah, good old pod. Um, and yeah, we've spoke about King Balon Greyjoy and Princess Yara Greyjoy. So that ends a pretty uneventful episode, season two, episode two, yeah. the Night's Nightlands. Um, so let's move on to Pawn, Gore, 
Lots and hodor. Ah. Yeah. Hodor. Yes, there is lots of porn. Give um, us the porn. So, first bit of porn is uh, yeah, Theon when he's on the ship. So he's on the way to Iron Islands. Oh, and he's the, on boss, the ship. The boss-eyed yeah, bird. Yeah. The boss-eyed bird um, with like <laughs> the with like the the pointy boobs. Um, <laughs> they were. They were like. They were like. Like as my stepdad used to say, they're like yeah. empty handkerchiefs. You know, they're just like. <laughs> It's just like, no. like, <laughs> the I've never heard that before in my life. What's that? <laughs> oh, it's something. It's something John used to say. Okay. Like, it, it, like it, yeah. I. But she was very sweet. Um, yeah. a bit dim, but very sweet because she was all like, very "Oh yeah, dim. make me, yeah. make me your salt wife." And yeah. And what is it he says to her? So he, he says to her before he, uh, you know, plunges. He says, "Smile." <laughs> Smile with your. Can you smile with your lips closed? Because she obviously a bit... she's got like yeah she's not she's not the she... most attractive lady but you know the women like, on the Iron really... Islands are... well wherever she's from she's not very nice is she no but um hey so you know and then they continue to pound and that's about it and then straight into from that scene we go to uh, the brothel oh my uh, little, god little figures brothel <laughs> and oh, we see um. We see some cowgirl action, and we see it like through a peephole almost. So oh, then, you, then you see that, and then it goes. <laughs> so the pans out through that peephole where this other dude is getting a blowjob and looking through that peephole, peephole, peephole. <laughs> looking through her peephole. <laughs> peephole. So well, and then and then and then Littlefinger is watching through another peephole at the guy getting a blowjob. So it's like a three-way peephole peep show. Um, which is just creepy in itself, um, which then leads to obviously that the moment with Roz. Was, um, before, before the Roz moment. What well, before the Roz moment, cause, like the customer runs out and he's like, she's crying, I barely touched her. So uh, the girl giving the blowjob is finished and she comes out and uh, you we see a, a nice little white dribble from her mouth <laughs> and Littlefinger proceeds to wipe it with his jizz rag um and then he says please you know please accept this lady and she kisses the dude on the mouth after she's just you know don't kiss a prostitute rule one man yeah but she's just like suck some dick so she's i know yeah he doesn't like he doesn't know you gotta forgive this guy he doesn't know what's happening yeah but you taste it straight away man like, oh uh, man she's got (laughs) splodge around her face and yeah little finger just wipes her up like it's a he kid just eating some spaghetti he's... hoops or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just grim. Um, that was pretty gross, man. That was disgusting. And it's and not until the moment they kiss, kiss, you're like, oh! Yeah, and James said, uh, so as soon as that happened, he was like, he's got to get MVP. Just like, just for that. <laughs> <laughs> what, for wiping the splodge? No, no just, for, for, just for just going through the... No, really the guy horrible. who gets kissed. Like, the poor guy who's like, I don't you know, know his name. Swallow, well, we don't know, we don't, but anyway. Um, and then the only other thing is, well, yeah, Fion, but we touched on that. He's fingering his sister, but he doesn't know it. So. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, uh, bird's eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fish fingers. Uh! Right. And then, um, oh, yeah, and then Stannis and the Red Woman. And I just wrote, fuck on table slash uncomfortable because it does. 
look really uncomfortable. Yeah, and there's all bits on it, like chess pieces and stuff. Like one of them, exactly. Got, one of them's digging into your back, man. Exactly, possibly, possibly a butt crack. So yeah, <laughs> not oh, not a. Oh, look, yeah. he's, a, he's a lion in my bum. Um, <laughs> so that's it for the porn. And you know what? There was absolutely no gore. This okay. No gore, so, just, just splodge. So I'm going to give it, because there was a lot of porn. That's the most porn we've had so far. Um, yeah, pretty splodge. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a 4.5. I'll give it that. Because it's pretty graphic. Okie okay, Um James, give us some splodge in your one-eyed raven. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I'm not sure. I don't even really know if there's anything to go on about. I'll be honest. Director's choices. This week. Well, yeah, as you say, like... The it well, the title is kind of questionable, really, in it, as you say, like it doesn't really have nothing to do with the, the Nightlands, or we don't even really get that much Danny, even yeah. really, in that, do we? Like, we get like a two minute like interlude bit of just an adjoining thing, which is kind of frustrating, like that. It's She's pretty grim that... what happens, but yeah, you're like blinking, you miss it, yeah, pretty much. If you ain't paying attention before the outbreak, <laughs> you're definitely gonna miss that, and then, um, um. Yeah, not not a hell of a lot happens, I'll be honest. That's probably going to be the worst part of it. It's just kind of really a, a mere episode, really. Yeah. It? it just kind of meandered around for an hour. It's the first time, I think, where I, I kind of felt myself, like, drifting off. Not yeah. really drifting off to sleep, but just, just kind of being off elsewhere in my own mind, thinking of, oh, this is coming later. Oh, this might be quite good. Or, or this, oh, this may not potentially be that good. It's just... It kind of yeah, it sets the seeds for a lot of different relationships, like you said there, Mike. Like a lot of different, it it, it knocks well. It very much likes to set Tyrion apart from Ned. I think that's one of the main yeah, things yeah, yeah. at the start. It's just prove that you know he's going to be a different kind of hand. You're not going to get away with all the same shit that you did with the last guy. He's not honourable. He will kill you if he wants to. Um, so that's good. I really enjoyed that moment. So yeah, yeah, I like to shine a light on that because that is good to create the separation there between the two, and it is creating that distance between series one and series two because we are on a journey, and it's obviously a completely different season. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, the wall kind of if Sam was annoying, but we knew this was coming. <laughs> we knew yeah. this was coming. It's like your virgin mate first gets a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh god, never gonna see. Uh, oh yeah, no, six months later, where's he gone? Yeah, um, oh, I can't be mad about that. Um, but yeah, not really too much to shine a light on other than that. Really, I'll be honest. So it's a, it's a very very short episode for me. Yeah, it didn't really grab you, did it? Um, no. Okay, let's move on to MVPs and popcorn jizz rags. <laughs> popcorn. Um, Tiff, you can go first. I went first last time, I think. Sweet. Okay, so... Be fair, it's been a while since I've gone first. Can I jump in? Yeah, go on. You go first. Yeah, go on. Oh, sweet. So, uh, MVP. Um, it was slim pickings, again, in terms of the MVP. There, there was only really a few main characters who really got a moment within this episode. Like, uh, who got their moment? Like, Bron got a moment. He He finally got repaid for all of the stuff that he's been doing to help Tyrion. So, yeah, he was definitely in with the shout for me as well. But uh, it's Tyrion. 
is the best part about this episode and just so far this series as well. So yeah, uh, easy choice for MVP this week. Um, and uh, what is the mayor popcorn rating again? Is it three or four? Four. four. Okay, I don't think I can give it a four. Oh. I'll be honest. Um, oh. Let me just have a look. Where's the ratings? There they are. Yeah. Okay, so it's meh or bad? And I'm actually going to go bad because okay. I was bored. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very interesting. It was very, it was very choppy, you know, to an extent as well. We kind of flitted from one part of the realm to another part of the realm so quickly that you kind of forgot that there are these different stories going on. It was very much concentrating on the main story and just the whole point of what's going to happen with King's Landing, who's going to take it and become the leader, who all these different people are fighting to become king, and it just kind of got overshadowed by that and everything else just kind of wasn't really that focused, really. Even just, I mean, I liked the bits with uh, Ari and uh, whatever the other, uh, Gendry. Uh, Ari. Ari, Ari, yeah. So that was cool. I liked them. But even then, like, that was a two, five minute, maybe, if that. So, yeah, you're still picking to be, yeah, I'm going to go bad because, yeah, it was boring. Bad. Okay, (laughs) I'll go next. yeah, MVP Tyrion, like just sacking that dude and asserting himself and one up mm. his sister. Because other than that, it I couldn't think of anyone else. There's no one else. Maybe the guy that threatened the gold cloaks dude, but again. Oh yeah, he was cool. But yeah, Tyrion MVP. And I'm gonna give it a four a meh. Because even though last the last episode I gave a four point five, even though there were parts I was bored, but there was more scenes in it. I liked and Joffrey and stuff like we yeah. spoke about in the last episode. Whereas this, like I said about the Theon moment, it was quite nice seeing Theon on a little journey. And it's because it's been a while since I've seen season two, some stuff felt fresh. I saw a little White Walker, but it went really quick, which means I wasn't bored. But then I was kind of like, nothing happened. Like that's why I didn't even, I, I was going to start making notes, but I was just like, there's nothing really noteworthy. So yeah, four, meh. <laughs> Tyrion and meh. Right, Tiff. Jizrag. Wait. Jizrag. Okay. Um, yeah, Tyrion for me as well. Uh, he is the best character in this episode by far. Clean um, sweep. Yeah, not that anyone was bad, but it's just, you know, he, he just smashes it. I loved his moments, um, especially with Cersei. Um, that's probably more on Cersei, to be honest, because I just love every scene she's in. Um, yeah. And yeah, the moment where obviously yeah, he sacks that dickhead and all the rest of it. So yeah, um, and I'm I'm actually gonna go a bit high. I want to go five. I'm okay. I think it was an okay episode because there were moments that I really liked, um, like Cersei and Tyrion and um, Ari and Gendry, and, and even like beyond the wall. Like I loved that bit with um, John, where you know he's just like telling Sam like, "What are you doing?" and he's. And so he's like, this is Gilly. Hi, Gilly. What are you doing? <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and obviously, the, yeah, the bit with White Walker and the baby, like that was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, there were, there were, there were moments. Um, but, yeah, all in all, it, yeah, it was a bit of, it's not a great episode. Um, so, yeah, five. It's okay. Cool. So, all in all, that gives the episode four, our lowest rated episode yet out of 12 episodes. Tyrion's MVP. So, now he's got four <laughs> on the old power rankings. Tyrion's running away with it as I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
Jeez, Rags, that was maybe the grossest moment yet. I don't know. <laughs> Consider- yeah, I mean, because we've seen in like horse heads, people heads cut off, and oh yeah, that yeah. definitely made me like cringe a bit worse than all of the deaths of the horses. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was- I definitely like, recoiled a bit there. I was like, Whoa! semen around someone's mouth and <laughs> being wiped off is fucking pretty. Good. And then kissing someone just slapped him in the fucking pretty. face with the towel, shouldn't he? All right. Oh, yeah. So, okay, next time. It's season two, episode three. What is dead may never die. The weird fucking slogan. I can't get my head around that. What is dead may never die, but it's dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't. I'll have to look into it to see if it makes sense. But I don't know. If I it's guess just, it's supposed, maybe I... they're the dead men, isn't they? Or something no, like I that. Is that it, they I... Well, maybe, but I suppose it's like what is dead may never die. Like, even though there's someone's you... gone. You You're never going to forget them. You remember them, you know? Okay. So in the next episode, Tyrion plots three alliances. Catelyn arrives in the Stormlands. And we are introduced to Marjorie Tyrell. Oh, yes. Oh, oh shit. That early on. I forgot that. Yeah, boy. Oh, oh that must be we get, um. what's his face? The brother. King Renly. King Renly. Nah, he's not King. Prince Renly. <laughs> He's not King Stannis. I prefer. King. I still, yeah. I still prefer him to Stannis. I like. I, like I prefer anyone to Stannis at this point. And oh, yeah. we get to go back to Winterfell and see what Bran's Bran's doing. Can't yeah. wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay then. That is it for Pap King Saga. Um, thank you everyone for listening. What is dead may never die unless you're a jizz rag. <laughs> nice. Nice. A, a, woman is, a woman is off to make a cup of tea. Oh, I'll take one. I'll switch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there. So there you have it. Uh, season two, not really living up to expectations thus far. But hey. Long way to go yet, long way to go. If you're still listening, still with us, thank you. Again, same message as last time, contact us. I want to hear from you guys. Instagram, popcorn underscore saga. Twitter, at the popcorn saga. Facebook, the popcorn saga. Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find your podcast. Thank you to JFM for graphics. If you want some graphics, find JFM underscore 91 on Twitter. Thank you to Rabid Welk for the song. Thank you all. Thank you, Jizz Rags. And... See you next time on Popcorn Saga Game of Thrones, baby.